0: We're looking at what uh, John called the signs of Jesus. In John chapter 2, he said that these signs reveal his glory. So if you want the clearest picture you can of who God is, just look at Jesus. Jesus is God with a face. If you want to know who God is, just look at Jesus. And if you want the clearest picture of Jesus, the best place to start is the book of John. And so these signs, these miracles reveal the glory of Jesus, the person of Jesus, who he is, his personality, and um, and so we're looking at those, and this is John chapter 6, verse 18, John chapter 6, verse 18, uh, grab your, did I ask you to grab your notes, do you want to grab your notes, would you like notes, did we already do that, have we done that, or did I forget, yeah, they, were on. they were on, okay, perfect, bet, okay, y'all got to talk to me, five services, I don't know what I said or what I didn't say, so. We just—you got to help me out here. John chapter six, verse eighteen. Soon a gale swept down upon them, and the sea grew very rough. They had uh, rowed for three or four miles when suddenly they saw Jesus walking on the water. Now, we don't have it in in John six, but in Matthew fourteen, Matthew gives us a little uh, a little more truth to this, and he says that when they saw him, they they shouted, "It's a ghost." Okay, so. Um, I'll, I'll explain that in a moment. But they, they didn't think it was cheap. They, they didn't see Jesus go, oh, thank God, Jesus is here. Okay, good. No, they saw Jesus and went, it's a ghost. We're going to die. <laughs> they were terrified. Think about that. They saw Jesus and they were terrified. But he called out to them, don't be afraid. I am here. Don't be afraid. I am here. Everybody say, God is with me. God is with I will not fear. I will not fear. All right. Now we're going to say it like we believe it. Because I believe that as you say it, not only is it going to do something for you, but someone around you needs to hear it. One more time, say, God is with me. God is with me. I will not fear. fear. In Jesus' name. name. Amen. Amen. I want to talk from this subject, wave walkers. Wave walkers. I believe I'm preaching to some wave walkers today. Father, bless our time together. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. This was not my plan. This was not my plan. This was not my plan. These are the words of my five-year-old daughter two weeks ago on vacation. We woke up early. We put on our bathing suits. We ran directly to the ocean. And within about 15 seconds of being in the water she began to scream like i've never heard my 5-year-old scream it was it was a radical uh just heartbreaking scream i began to look for glass i began to look for blood and then as i began to look into the water i i saw all of these little floating jellies these little jellyfish all over i picked her up we walked out of the ocean then i realized they're all over the beach and uh I, I, we get her on, her on her lounge chair there. The, the, the crew was so great at the hotel. They, they start pouring fresh water all over They start dousing her with vinegar. They have these big, giant vinegar guns. It's like, I wish they would have warned us. Like, hey, check these super soakers out full of vinegar. You might not want to go in today. Anyway, that's a different story. And they're dousing her. And as she's being covered in white vinegar, she begins to scream, this was not my plan this was not my plan. This was not my plan. And I said, baby, this was not my plan. And, and, and the scariest part of it is as the guy is covering her in vinegar, he goes, is she allergic? And I go, I'm from the desert. I don't know. So you have like five minutes that you just wait. Is she going to blow up or is she going to be okay? And you literally just have to wait. And I thought about it because I think when, when storms pop up in our life, we, we think to ourselves, this is not the plan. Right. Don't, don't look at your spouse, but you might be thinking, this was not. You might be looking at your job going, this was not the plan. You might be looking at the economy right now going, this, I, I filled up my, my car yesterday. And, I, and as it just kept, I just went, this was not the plan. This was not. The plan. I looked at my stocks on Friday. I said, this is not the plan. I, there's going to be moments like that. You're, you're never going to be so spiritual that you're not going to face a storm. There's just going to be moments of rough waters. Right. We got her to the hotel room. We showered her off. We covered her again with vinegar. Our room smelt wonderful. <laughs> and after about three hours of Um, iPad and snacks, she looked up at us and said, I want to go swimming. He said, turn up, let's go. And she was the hero. She walked down, covered in whatever those cuts are, all over her legs, all over her arms. And as she walked to the pool, she looked at all those little friends and she said, I won. You should see the other guy. Okay, that's my part. That's what I said. That's what I said. They said, Goldie, you fought jellyfish and won. You're like a superhero. And all of the sudden, uh, what was so terrible now became a story. She became the, the princess of the hotel for the next week. She got a daily call from the front desk checking on Goldie. I'd answer the phone. Hello? Hi, Mr. Chavez. Just checking on Goldie. Goldie, you doing okay? Doing great, Dad. Doing great. It's amazing how storms come and they do go. I wanna talk to somebody who's in a storm, it will pass. I wanna talk to somebody going through some rough waters right now, it'll pass. And my declaration is you will not just survive this storm, you will thrive in this storm. Oh, I, I got good news for you today. I'm talking to wave walkers today. I'm talking to water walkers today. I'm talking to people that are not just going to get through the next six months, through the next 24 months, but we're going to prosper. We're going to be in health even as our soul prospers. I know we're in a recession. It started. If you're still in denial, welcome. We're glad you're here. We're in one. It's, it's, it's going to be some rough waters over the next few months, but I want you to know that God will sustain us, that God will see us through. See, a storm is something that is outside of our authority, but under God's authority. You're in a storm, but don't let that storm get on the inside of you. Now, remember, a sign is a miracle with a lesson. A sign is a miracle with an instruction. So, so what is Jesus teaching us? Not just, wow, Jesus can walk on water. There must be more to the story. There is more to the story. That God can sustain you through the storm. God can cause you to walk through the storm. That even in choppy waters, that even as the rain falls, God can see us not only through it, but can sustain us in a supernatural way. I declare the love of God is our foundation. Hope in God is our anchor. The joy of the Lord is our strength and that the peace of God is ruling and reigning in our lives. Here's the only way I know how to say it. You will not drown in this storm. I'm gonna say it till I get a Holy Ghost amen in the house. You will not drown in this storm storm, I'm preaching to wave walkers, I'm, I'm preaching to people that are going to thrive over the next 24 months, I'm preaching to people that are going to prosper, people who are going to be in health, people who, well, while everyone else is freaking out, we're just walking on the water, Woo! say amen everybody, number one, don't stop walking in the storm, It is amazing how the storm can paralyze us. Don't stop walking. Jesus walks up to them and he says, don't be afraid. Okay, he says this because they believed the worst. Every time you face anything in life, frankly, even if you face good things, you can believe the worst. Don't. Don't be afraid. Don't let your foundational response in life be fear. Somebody say amen to this preacher right now. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Do not be afraid. (laughs) Okay. Matthew 14 tells us uh, John sanctified his story because he didn't want people knowing that he was a scaredy cat. But here's what Matthew says. He said, we saw Jesus. We said he's a ghost. Why? Because it was an old wives' tale of the time. It was, it was the tradition of the time that the lakes and the waters were haunted and that ghosts and demons would walk the water. They, they believe, these are just teenage boys who believe the worst. I grew up in, in New Mexico, and we had ditch banks that that." Grandma would tell us, and, and uncle would tell us, and Auntie would tell us how they were haunted. And, and there was an old evil lady named La Herona who would walk the any Mexicans in the house know what I'm talking? Every yeah, yeah. How do you say it? How, I don't know her name, but I swear I saw her when I was eight. I'm like, that's her. No, it was a tree, you idiot. It was a tree. But they see Jesus and they believe it's a ghost. We're gonna die. This is it. Jesus goes, Don't be afraid. I'm here. Okay, 1 John 4, 18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. Watch this. The opposite of love is not hate. You're welcome. Everybody needs to give in the offering today because that was so good. No, seriously, you better give something. The opposite of love is fear. The opposite of faith Okay, so, so catch this. The, the opposite of love is fear. The opposite of love is not hate, it's fear. You're gonna live in one of two foundations. It's either love, God loves me, His perfect love is perfecting me, His perfect love is maturing me, His perfect love is growing me, His perfect, He's with me. I'm in a storm, but He's with me. I'm in a storm, but I'm in it with Jesus. Or it's fear, it's a ghost. And and you will parent by a spirit of love or a spirit of fear. You will, you will, you will be married by a spirit of love or a spirit of fear. You will, you will run your business by a spirit of love or a spirit of fear. You'll, you'll enter this, this next season of, of our nation in a spirit of love or a spirit of fear. How can I be in a fearful situation and God tells me do not be afraid? Because he's saying don't let the core. You can be frightened in the moment. But don't. Don't receive a spirit of fear that is then going to dictate everything. Listen to me. We're we're going into some choppy water. Let me tell you something. Some of you, you're you're still freaking out from the 08 recession. We've had 10 great years and you haven't done anything. No, I'm serious. Because fear will freeze you. Some, somebody's about to make a lot of money. I'm just saying. Someone's going to be better off in two years than they are right now. Somebody, but if you let fear just, I'm not telling you to invest, I'm not giving you any financial advice. I'm, I'm making a point. That about every 10 to 15 to 20 years, we hit some choppy waters. Some people walk. Other people freeze. Some people let the love of God rule and reign in the peace of God. Others just freak out. And they go from rough season and then they live in a perpetual state of fear till the next rough season. And then at the next rough season they go, I told you so. Well, what about over the last few years that you could have done great things? I'm I'm making a point here. You can walk in the storm. I'm talking to wave walkers today. See, storms want to paralyze us, but Jesus is teaching us something. I walked on the water, and so can you. I walked in the storm, and so can you. I walked through the storm, and so can you. Yea, though I walk through the valley, I'm not going to build a house in it. I'm not going to set up camp in it. I'm going to walk through it, and I will fear no evil. See, in the natural, the storm is over my head, but because of Jesus, it's under my feet. Say it again. In the natural, it's over my head. And see, I'm just I'm gonna say this over and over today, so just get ready. You're not gonna drown in this storm. Wars, rumors of wars, changes, this, that, that. You're not gonna drown in this storm. Oh, it's over our head, but it's under our feet. That's right. I will give you... Every place, Joshua 1.3, every place where you set your foot. Every place. You know what I read that in the Hebrew? It's it's not land, it's every place. You can go to the moon and prosper. They can send us to Mars and we'll prosper. Every Put it back up. You can be on the water and prosper. Put it back up. Every place. Not, not just in 2019, every place. Not just, not just in 1995, every place. Not just 10 years from now, every place. I, I will give you every place. You can be on the water, every place. If you can put your foot on it, it's yours. I promised it to you. And Romans 16 says that the God of peace will soon crush Satan underneath your feet. As long as you're walking, you've got the victory. As long as you're moving with God, you've got the victory. Don't quit. Now I've given you the authority. Are you in a storm? Keep on walking. In a job you don't like? Keep on walking. In a marriage that's a little cold right now? Keep on walking. Feeling a little weary? Keep on walking. Water's a little choppy? Keep on walking. Say amen, everybody. Amen. (laughs) Don't stop walking, don't stop praising, don't stop coming to church, don't stop loving your family, don't give up now. Every storm has, I'm done with that, guys, every storm has an expiration date. Every storm has an expiration date. Every, you just have to outlast that storm. And you have to make sure that when the storm is over, you don't keep it with you. Because it's, it's easy to grab a hold of that thing emotionally and then just take it with you and now the sun is shining and the waters are calm but you still got a storm with you every storm has an expiration date but, it, but, but you decide when it ends in you you will not drown in this moment we're wave walkers I said, "We're wave. Walk- you're a wave walker. And God has you here on purpose for a purpose in this season, in this time." Number two, you can have peace in the storm. You can have peace. Don't wait for the storm to end. You can have peace in the storm. Bill Johnson said that peace is not the absence of something, but the presence of someone. Ah. <sighs> It's the presence of someone. See, uh, I'll I'll get here in a second, but if you just think of peace as the absence of something, okay, it's calm, okay, it's still, okay, have a better boss, okay, have a better, okay, have more money, okay, have, okay, no more conflict, okay, no more. Uh, No, it's not just the absence of something. It's the presence of someone. Now, let me, let me walk you through this now. Peace is not by willpower alone, but requires our will. Come on. Yes. Everybody say, teach, pastor, teach, pastor. Okay, okay. Okay, it's not, it's not by willpower alone, but it will require your will. Let's think about this. Proverbs 4 says, guard your heart. Mm-hmm. Yes. Philippians 4 says, the peace of God will guard your heart. Do I guard my heart or does God guard my heart? Yes. (laughs) Do do I guard my heart or does the peace of God do? Yes. Is it it my job or God's job? Yes. Is it my responsibility or God's responsibility? Yes. It's not just an, I will be peaceful, I will be peaceful, I will be peaceful, I will be peaceful. No, that's not peace. That's just weird. Weird. (laughs) It's just weird. Everything's good. Everything's good. Everything's good. Everything's good. Everything's good everything. Okay, no, that's not what we're talking about. But we are talking about there's a, there's a part I play and there's a part God plays. It's an agreement. Okay. Jesus says, do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not allow it. John 14, 1. Do not allow it. Okay, every, every husband in this room, every father in this room, every man in this room, before you go to bed, my assumption is that you go check the doors. But every man, every husband, every father in this, you go check the doors. Why, because, yeah, you, the, the door's gonna do a part, but you gotta do a part. Yeah. You're gonna lock the door, you're not gonna allow. You don't open up all the doors to your house and go, hey, whoever wants to come in, scorpions, coyotes, bugs, robbers, people, whoever, just if anybody needs some air conditioning, come. No, 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 you do not allow them into your home. Jesus says, do not allow your hearts to be troubled, okay. Does, It doesn't mean that there aren't troubling moments. It means that I will not allow my heart to stay in a perpetual state of being troubled. Okay, this word troubled in the Greek language means to stir up. To put in motion. And to shake up. You know, a lot of you just, you feed it. You can you can be informed and not obsessed. But many of you you just stir up. You just stir all day. You just stir. You just think of the worst case there. You just think you just stir stir you just shake. Imagine just grabbing a can of Coke and you just shake 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 shake. Shake 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 shake. When when that thing opens, you're But many of us Jesus says don't don't just stir all day. Don't just shake all day. Many of you maybe cook, many of you don't, but go, go grab some egg whites today and, and get a whisk and bring those egg whites to, a, to what they call a stiff peak. It's gonna take work. You can get one little bead of sweat going right down to just season that meringue. You know what? That's what a lot of you look like in the spirit. You just stir all day. Give me more bad news. Give me more bad news. Give me more. 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 I, so I'm informed. I know, I know a lot that's going on in our nation, but I don't obsess over it all day. I, I'm at about 10 minutes of news a day. That's it. Because there's, it, cause it's, cause there's about 10 minutes of news, and then they just... <laughs> Amen. Check my stocks for like a second. Ah, Oh, Jesus, put those down. (laughs) And I just, and I, I stay informed, but I don't, I don't just stir. I don't just shake all day. I don't just get my heart moving all day. So here's what I would say. What are you allowing in your life right now that is troubling your heart that you can remove? You can't remove everything, but what can you remove? What is troubling you that you can? So like for me, I got rid of Twitter. I just got rid of Twitter. It's a cesspool. If you want, if you want to know what a sewer looks like, go on Twitter. That's, so I'm just off of it. I'm just off. Facebook, I, I created a public page where I post to, but I don't go on Facebook anymore. I don't need to. I just, there's nothing on there for me. I've never gone on Facebook and thought, man, I am so edified and built up. One person said that no one on Facebook has has ever caused the blind to see, but it's caused the dumb to speak. (laughs) Everyone who's not on Facebook right now, like, yes, okay. <laughs> also, I still got one, but I'm just saying, I don't, I don't just scroll Facebook anymore because it's just, there's nothing. All that does is trouble my heart. Okay, so he says, he says, do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe. Believe in me. So I don't grow in peace by just, I'm going to be peaceful, I'm going to be peaceful, I'm going to be peaceful. No, my peace grows when my faith grows. As I believe in him, my faith grows. Isaiah 26, three. God will keep, you will keep in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. Look, God keeps me in perfect peace. I keep my mind stayed on him. Yeah. He will keep me in perfect peace. I will trust him. He will do what I cannot do, but I have a responsibility. So it's not by willpower alone, but it will require my will. So as I believe in him, and as my faith grows in him, and and by the way, what Jesus went on to say there is he said, do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in me. Believe also in the one who sent me. For in my father's house, there are many rooms. I'm going to prepare a place for you. In other words, he starts talking to them about their future. How do I not let my heart be troubled? I believe that God has something good for me in my future. I I fix my focus to the promises of God. Look what he goes on to say, John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace, everyone say, my peace. peace. So look what he says, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Everyone say, "The the world's peace. Okay, so here's what we have we have God's peace and we have the world's peace. Every person in this room is operating in one of those two. James actually talks about God's wisdom and the world's wisdom. So for everything that Christ has given to us, there is an antichrist spirit, 1 John, that offers us an anti or an instead. See, anti doesn't just mean against. It means instead of. So the spirit of antichrist in our world and in our nation right now is not just against God or against the church or against Jesus. It's instead of. It offers a counterfeit to the real thing. So there's there's God's wisdom, James says, and then there's the world's wisdom. Okay, there's God's peace and there's the world's peace. And you have to decide which peace will I live from. God's peace is easy to get and hard to lose. The world's peace is hard to get. And easy to lose. See, the, the world's peace is everything has to align. Spouse acting right, kids acting right, money acting right, house I want, car I want, life I want, everything is circumstantial. That's the world's peace. And with, with just one small change, you lose your peace because it's easy to lose. Amen, everybody. Okay. The world's peace is we're on vacation and everything. Oh, this is perfect. And really quickly a jellyfish stole our peace. Okay. For a couple of hours. Okay. It's, it's easy to lose. We, we, I went golfing this week and I played, I've never done this. I played 36 holes, which is you play two rounds. So the first round was the world's peace. We were, we were on the tee box before the sun came up and we played in Utah with all these orange rocks, and so the, as the as the orange sun was coming up, the orange rocks, and there's coyotes, and there's rabbits, and there's dove, and there's owls, and there and, we, and I, it, all I could oh, wow 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 and everyone wow 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 wow. we said yeah wow wow and so we're just amazed, and for 18 holes it's oh my god oh my god oh my gosh. oh, my and then we ate lunch, and when we came out of lunch for the, for the last 18, it was 105 degrees. And now we're going, wow, ugh, wow, oh. Why did we do, who did this? Whose idea was this? <laughs> ugh. We, we, we went from wow to wow. That's the world's peace. It is easy to lose. A temperature change. Everyone was grumpy. We got to about hole 15. I'm just telling you, no one was talking. Everyone was mad. Everyone had a migraine over their right eyes. It's like, oh, man, it's just so hot. Coyotes. Now the coyotes are angry. (laughs) They're ready. That's the world's peace. It's easy to lose. God's peace is easy to get. I just, I fix my mind and I believe. And it's, and it's hard to lose. Because he is keeping me, not me, he. Not me. He is keeping me in perfect peace. Not perfect situations, perfect peace. Not perfect circumstance, perfect peace. Not, not the waters are calm, perfect peace. This is available to you, friends. Lastly, I'm talking to wave walkers. Peace is tangible. When I, when I say that, I mean it, it, is, it is literally, you can experience it. I was talking about the Holy Spirit last week, and I said that you can experience God. You can experience the presence of the Holy Spirit. Let me say this about peace. You can experience the peace of God. Like for real, like, like tangibly. Um, in another storm that Jesus was in, when he got in that storm, the Bible says that he, he spoke, peace, be still. And things changed. So the peace of God is not only just a, a feeling here, though it is, but it is, it is something that can actually change your circumstances. Peace is tangible, tangible. Peace is transferable. That means you can give it away. Come on, parents. You can give your kids peace. You can give give your spouse peace. You can give a friend peace. I'll show it to you in Scripture. And peace can be spoken. Okay, Matthew chapter 10, Jesus is sending his disciples out to to preach the gospel. I may have the keys come up. And as, as they're going out, he says, hey, guys, if the house is worthy, in other words, if they're receiving if they've received the message of the gospel do this for them let your peace come upon it yeah, literally declare the peace of god in the house they'll ex- they'll see it they'll experience it they'll know it if they reject you if they reject the gospel if it's not worthy let your peace return to you what does this mean this means that you can go into your house today friends And you can let the peace of God come upon it. The peace of God come upon your child's room. This is something that I declare every night for Goldie as she's going to sleep. I declare, I I say my peace is coming upon this room right now in Jesus' name. It's it's literally an act of spiritual warfare to release the peace of God. It It is tangible, it is experiential. And I'm just telling you what we're gonna do today in about three minutes, is I'm going to pray for you, and I'm going to release the peace of God on you, and it's not going to be tradition or cute or filling up time. A tangible blanket of peace is going to come upon you. Say amen if you receive it. Numbers chapter 6, we pray this prayer over you every, every week. God says, in this way, you shall bless the children of Israel. Say to them, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. The Lord be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you. The Lord give you peace. So they shall put my name on the children of Israel. God says, when you say this, it's like you're placing my name on them. And I will bless them. Watch this. I will bless them. God says, bless them. And when you bless them, I will bless them. Parents, when you bless your kids, God blesses your kids. When you bless your life, God blesses your life. When you speak over a situation, it's as if God's speaking over a situation. New Testament, Jesus gives us the power of attorney. He says, use my name. But it didn't start in the New Testament. All the way to the Old Testament, God says, use my name. Place my name on it. Place my name on your kids. Place my name on your finance. Place my name on your future. I need some faith right now. I feel this thing moving right now. Place my name on your house. Place my name on your body. Place my name on your future. And as you do it, I do it. As you say it, I say it. As you speak it, I speak it. I will bless them. Clap your hands and shout hallelujah. You're not in this alone. We have the power of attorney. We have the word of God. And when you say it, God says it. Hallelujah. God tells tells Aaron and the priest, he said, said, when you bless them, I will bless them. When you put my name on them, in other words, when you speak my name, it's as if I'm doing it. Oh, that's Old Testament stuff. Okay, Jude, chapter 1. Thank you for fighting me. Jude chapter one, verse two. Jude, an apostle. Jude, by the way, a Jewish man who, who would say amen to everything I just said. And because he knows this under the new covenant, says, here's what I'm praying for you. May God's mercy, may his peace, and may his love be not even just added. We are in a season right now in our world where everything is decreasing. Not for me. I'm under an open heaven. I've got what Jim Cramer does not have. I have the word of God. I have what these economists do not have. I have the word of God. I have what doomsdayers do not have. I have the word of God. And while everything else is doing this shortage, 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 I have something different. Can we put it back up? Multiplied. Not just added, multiplied. Not just enough, multiplied. Not just full to the brim, multiplied to you. Why did you say this? Because he believed that when he said it, it would happen. Lift your hands. May the mercy of God, may the love of God, and may the peace of God right now in this room, in overflow, online, in every correctional facility, May it be multiplied unto you right now in the name of Jesus. I declare over your life, you are a wave walker. I declare that over the next six to 24 months, God will give you supernatural insight, supernatural wisdom, supernatural direction that will lead you, that will provide for you, that will take care of you. I declare that City Light Church will not just survive this season. We will thrive we will overcome, but we will not just be conquerors. I declare we will be more than conquerors through him who loved us. The best days and the blessed days of the body of Christ are still in front of us. I declare the heavens are opening. I declare the rain of God's presence is falling upon you. I declare we're gonna see miracles breaking out on the north, south, east, and west. I declare that we will walk on The water that this storm shall pass. And when it does, we come out like pure gold. Marked by the blessing and favor of the Lord Jesus Christ. I declare it is happening now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, pray after me. Say, Jesus, I believe in you. I believe you died for me on the cross. I believe you rose again. I give you my life. I receive you. I receive the Prince of Peace. I declare Jesus is Lord of my life. Amen. 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 Let's give God one more praise in the house. Praise God.